Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Curbside Podcast, the first episode of 2020. Sorry about our sudden break during December, but, you know, holidays and stuff came up. Uh, yeah, so we were gone. Anyway, uh, I am Jeffrey. I am a Taiwanese-American. I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your fellow Southern Californian person. Yeah. Jeffrey, what's up, boys? Happy New Year to everybody here. My name's Parth, uh, Northern California, driver 2016 M3. 2020's here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Andrew. You too, man. Thanks, and, man. Uh, I'm Andrew. Glad to be back. Um, yes. <laughs> that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. Okay. Yo, All Andrew, right, what do you it. drive, bro? Because, you know, I've never met you before. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I drive a pretty sweet, uh, perfectly stanced Subaru BRZ. Damn, perfectly stanced? Perfect stance. That's perfect quite fitment. the claim, bro. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know what? You gotta, you guys got to have to judge that. Andrew, you're going to have to post a picture of that on an Instagram account, okay? Perfectly right. stanced, yeah. with the caption that, all right? And then we'll see how, how the audience reacts. Yep, I'll post it on the curbside pop podcast <laughs> podcast Instagram, and uh, also plug my own. So go follow everyone. Go do that, and you know, let them know how perfectly stanced his uh, yes. his BRZ is. And Anyways, how- guys, so since it is the new year, um, and we didn't get to film a end of the year film film. I mean, record an end of the year episode. Well, we did record. I just. Never edit it. But we don't talk about that. You since just we didn't talked get about to re- it. Shh. All right. So since we didn't record an end of the year episode, I want to start off with a topic uh, that, you know, we might have covered in a non-existent end of the year episode. And that is, what were our favorite cars of 2019? Yes. A little bit of reflection time. So, how about Andrew? You start us off. What were your favorite releases of 2019? Uh, well, right off the bat, I think one car that made major, major headlines um, was the Toyota Supra, Mark V Supra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just big news, and it was you know a long time coming for Toyota to finally come out with the next generation Supra, and I don't think they let the fans down. Yeah. But, I mean, like it did have like a... Uh pretty rough patch getting there didn't it (laughs) yeah i guess a lot of people at first were like what the heck is this this isn't a supra blah 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 dude my my favorite description of that car uh when it first came out and like the first photos came out was somebody said it looks like a melted rx8 i'm like dude that's so true it looks like an rx8 literally melted spent a little too much time in the sun you cannot take a good picture of that car for some reason i I would tend to have disagreed with you been like no dude just an ugly car and then i saw one today for the first time and gorgeous yeah like that it actually looks really nice like it, it, it caught my eye on the road and it was on like a busy street so 
just the fact that it caught my eye, I was like, oh shit, is that the new Supra? That's the first time I've seen it in person. <laughs> it actually Supra? looks really nice, dude. Oh yeah, like I saw them at the auto shows and I was like, ooh, why does it look so nice here but not on pictures? I was like, I'm an expert photographer. <laughs> I could take a great picture of this. I took a picture of it. I was like, nah. <laughs> it still yeah, doesn't look legit, actually. Good. You know, expert photographer. Like, I looked at the photo you posted on Instagram. I'm like, it looks like the same other photos that I've yeah. seen. You know? It is really one of those cars that you actually have to see in person. That's not a lie. Like, yeah. I think the problem is it looks too small in photos. Like, it looks like weird proportions. But then in real life, you're like, oh, dude, that's actually, like, good size. Like, the proportions are actually yeah. pretty nice. Well, other than the looks of it, what did you think about the, let's say, the overall car, Andrew? Um, actually, there was a, I was watching a couple of videos of, like, people that owned them. There's actually a lot of, like, really cool features. Like, it's it's a super modern car. Like, aside, like, performance, or performance aside. It yeah. It has, like, the lane assist. You could, like, cruise control with, like distance it keeps like the distance in front of you and all that stuff i sat in one at the la auto show when we went and didn't feel like a toyota (laughs) but it it had the interior is just a pure bmw is what it is it felt great (laughs) it didn't feel like a toyota so it felt fantastic yeah exactly there you go quality interior it's a worthy of what's the price tag on it 49990. What did you guys think about the whole like controversy? It's a BMW, it's not a full Toyota. I mean, <laughs> I don't see that as a bad thing personally. Like you said, the interior is pretty nice. It doesn't feel like a Toyota. And that's yeah. that's the positive from it not being a full Toyota. And I, I don't think this car would have came out if it wasn't for BMW, like being involved. Cause I feel like Toyota just was like just like, yeah, we're not gonna do anything fun anymore. And BMW's like, come on, man, come on, like do something fun, do something fun, come join us, bro, you know? Yeah, and I don't think maybe Toyota might not have like the the technology or like the knowledge of how to make a good like turbo six cylinder anymore. Yeah, because what the last turbo six cylinder turbo straight six they had was the Supra. <laughs> yeah, it was yes, the two JZ. Yeah, or like yeah, they they had it in like the IS three hundred and all that, but you know, same engine. I think they've nailed the basic components. Of a Supra. Big long hood with a straight six engine in it, rear wheel drive, and Toyota badge. You know, that's, yeah. that's all you really need. I bro. would argue that the, if they really nailed like this whole Supra thing of it, is if in a few years I see like 2,000 power, 2,000 horsepower Supras. That's that's when I think they'll have nailed it. And for like 2,000 horsepower Supra for like 15 grand. Like that's when they all have goddamn nailed it. Yeah, but I mean, that requires another. 2JZ, because it's just that drivetrain was too fantastic. Toyota didn't sell you a fast car. They just sold you the potential yeah, Exactly. Yeah. A really yeah, strong yeah. car. To, to be honest, dude, I think people will appreciate and like the Supra more in a few years. If, like, people, like, you know, like the old one, if they start, you know, modding it and doing stuff to it, then it'll be like, oh, shit, yeah, dude, Supra, sick. I want a Supra. My favorite uh, fact about the new Supra was that Toyota's actually underrating it. Well, you know why? Because they're working with BMW, dude. That's what BMW does for a fucking living. They lie. That's literally what <laughs> so they do. They lie. <laughs> BMW always undercuts its horsepower on its engines for some reason. Yeah, they just like lying. It's just stupid. Like, every single car, especially in their M division, every single car is D-rated. Yeah, we're 414 horsepower on the M3. If we could put on a dyno, the thing's making 450. 
Like, how does that make any sense? I think the what what's the super rated at right now? Three thirty five. Yeah, three thirty five, and that's what usually to the crank is where it's rated. People have put that thing on a dyno. It's making three forty five to the wheels. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, that's an easy seventy horsepower lie. They just want to surprise you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're selling you again well, that well, potential. No, no, it's not the potential that's selling you. They're selling you three hundred thirty five that feels really fast. Because it's not actually 335. Yeah, bro, I only have 335 horsepower on this, but it feels pretty damn quick. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> sick, man. No, it's just because they actually fucking lied and it's not 335 horsepower. Yeah, it would be, it's like 375, but it feels slow. Nah, nah, nah. It's 335, <laughs> but it feels fast. Exactly, dude. See, you always undercut your own shit, so it feels better. <laughs> what about you, Parth? To be honest, like, nothing. I mean, besides, like, the typical, typical, like, the Supra and the Corvette and all that stuff, but, like... Ah, the Corvette! The C8 Corvette! That's another car that had a really tough upbringing. Well, not really tough upbringing. Did it? No, I feel like that had a better response than the Supra. It did have a better response, but I feel like it's also a mixed bag review. Is it? I've always seen good things about it. Yeah, but I think the the fan base for the, 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 uh, what is it, the Corvettes is kind of similar to, like, the Supras. The purists will be like, ooh. And then the new people would be like, eh. yeah, because you know, like, <laughs> like personally, when I came, <laughs> yeah, that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna sound like at the dealerships. When the Corvette came out, I wasn't like, eh. I was like, oh. but that's because yeah. you're not a Corvette purist. Yeah. Exactly, you know, purists purists hate change. Yeah, exactly. If you change like the door handle by like two centimeters, a riot's gonna start. That's why the 911 looks the same since Dude, it came out. Dude, 911 Pierce are the freaking worst, bro. <laughs> Don't even get me started on 911 Pierce. Every generation has something to fucking complain about, and then they love it like two years later, and then they complain <laughs> about another change that happens again. It's just a never-ending cycle with those guys. Air cooled? How how can you make an air cooled yeah. water cooled? <laughs> Water cooler. How can you make a hydraulic steering, electric steering? How can you make a, you know the six cylinder into a four cylinder turbo? You don't hear anybody complaining about that shit anymore, do you? But Porsche's gonna do something else in the next year or two. It's gonna piss them off again. <laughs> but yeah, what did you guys think about the C8 Corvette? I think it's cool. I, mean, I like. Hasn't it, it been a? Uh, it's been a long time coming for that too. They've had concepts for that shit since like the '60s. Seriously. Yeah. Now is the time. Also, yeah. for how much? Forty nine 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 five. Yeah, really. Fifty nine 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 five. No, no, no. Fifty nine. Yeah. Fifty nine 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 five. But man, that thing's a what? A V eight powered supercar at this point. It's literally a budget Ferrari, and I think that's fantastic because America does really have no competitor to good European sports cars except for Corvette. It's always been corvette competing against those guys and now with the mid-engine car i feel like okay yeah it's actually a true competitor with the americanness of not having it you know cost like your firstborn child <laughs> you know so that, that that's why i think it's fantastic about the corvette and it, also, i think I, it looks good it looks really good i think it still looks like a corvette i saw this somewhere earlier this week it's actually faster to 60 than a 4 gt no freaking way wait the new like the new 4 gt yeah no way by like a tenth of a second but yeah really is that crazy but see the 4 gt is like if you actually look at the 4 gt like kind of a tangent off real quick yeah. it's not meant for like straight line everything of that car is meant for going around a track as fast as freaking possible but that's not the point the 4 gt is a quarter of the price <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> also true yeah. Wait, no like a, what uh 4 gt is 600 grand you're a C8 Corvette for 60. <laughs> for a tenth, <laughs> like a tenth of the tenth price, you snatched yeah. one off the line. For the longest time, it was that front engine layout that kind of made it not a competitor to Ferrari and Lamborghini and whatnot. Yeah. But now that the engine's in the middle... 
Now they can do some real sports car shit with that. Any other cars you liked from the year? Uh, I got one. And you showed it to me, Jeff. Oh, oh yeah, what was it? The Flying Spur, bro. This Flying Spur, dude. Like, I remember when you first showed it to me. I was like, that's probably one of the best-looking big sedans I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Because it was it shocked me because most of the time, the Flying Spur looks like an ugly, stretched Continental GT. But Which, I didn't used to like the Continental GT until one day I woke up and was like, I like it. Oh, my God. Continental GT is whatever. But I'm looking at the Flying Spur. I've never looked at it, so I looked it up right now. Sheesh. It looks good, dude. Dude, in this green color. Yeah, I wanted it. If, if I ever get a chance to own a car like this, I wanted a green color like that. If you want Parth to have this flying spur, please listen to our podcast. Or sponsor yeah. it. <laughs> or sponsor it, exactly. How much does this cost? <laughs> That's how much we need. <laughs> uh, let's see. $214,000. Then you have to sacrifice probably like 10 to 12 cows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you, somebody could sponsor a show for about 250 That'd be great. Yeah, we'll how that's, the cows. That, that's how your car is made. You have to bring your own cow for the record. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like an expensive car company, if they did that shit, people would actually do it. There would be people in the world that bring their own fucking cow. Can you yeah. slaughter this one, please? I like how it looks. Yeah, I want this section of the thigh. Want some wood in your dash? Go cut down a tree. <laughs> Speaking of very random cars that we liked, um, uh-huh. Jeffrey... The Subaru Outback. <laughs> yes. 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 The you new know, generation Subaru Outback. I don't know what it was about this one, but. That shit hit different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it the considered the 2020 model year? Because I'm looking at the photo. Why is this special? Uh, they brought the XT back. Uh, um, I don't know what it is, but the facelift looks awesome. I know. The, <laughs> is it a facelift or a redesign? But it looks fantastic like you look at it versus the old one it's like it kind of it looks the same but it's just better <laughs> i think it looks the same no nah, man no nah. nah, man you gotta you gotta bro, go it looks get like some... a regular subaru bro no nah, you gotta oh go get gosh. some glasses mm-hmm. i'm wearing my glasses right now actually you gotta go get some lasik okay i gotta look at it carefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude you're tripping this onyx edition mm-hmm uh, I'm not with you on these on this one, Chiefs. That's okay. Well, that doesn't matter. Okay. Our car's attainable. Good luck with your flying spur. That's true, dude. Bring <laughs> flying spur, bro. How am I gonna get that shit? Yeah. I'm God, gonna get I wish my I had the same attraction towards this car as you guys do for the fucking, you know, what is hey, it, Subaru Outback? Either either you guys, you could spend the same amount of money and sponsor parts flying spur or buy us like four Outbacks. <laughs> I'll just sell the Outback and donate it towards our show, bro. <laughs> Moving on from cars that were our favorites of this year, let's talk about this, okay? Whether or not we like them or not, what do you think was the most influential car that caused the most buzz, that made the most, like, change and difference or whatnot in 2019? Fucking Tesla. Yeah, I was going to say, we're talking buzz. (laughs) Cybertruck. Yep. Yeah, buzz definitely goes to Cybertruck, bro. Yep. No matter how much I hate it, it was influential in that sense. Yeah. When it came out, every single news story covered it. Every yeah. freaking tech YouTuber pretty much covered it. The glass broke, so even more people covered it. Oh, yeah. It. <laughs> I thought that was on purpose. <laughs> For me, the award goes to that. Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah. Why is that? I wasn't on the episode where you guys shitted on it, but now you guys get to praise it. Why is it the most influential? Because... 
because it's, it's so just, ugly it's, that it's, everyone it's, <laughs> not a, to look it's, not, it's, it's not a fucking car. It's just like something yeah, exactly. that, you know, came out of exactly. the sludge. Everyone was like, Tesla's going to release a car. And then they released a brick. And it's like, that's a new story yeah. that we need to cover. <laughs> it's like if you make something just some completely unexpected, no matter how it actually looks like, because it does look like a piece of shit. But it doesn't look like anything that's ever come out before. So that's why everybody loves it. I guess. But I'm saying, like, how is it influential? I know there's, like, hype around it. But, like, what does this mean for the future of cars? That it's mm. motherfuckers can come out with dumbass-looking shit, oh and everybody's going to love it. And, you know, that goes, that's that actually, that's what scares me about this car. Because it's been so influential, I'm afraid all our future cars are just going to look like unrendered squares. Look at BMW with their stupid kidney girls. You guys talked about this shit the last episode when I wasn't here. That shit looks dog shit. And like you said, when it comes out, people are going to buy it and accept it. Have yeah. a higher standard for yourself, people. Hold these companies accountable. Tell them they suck. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. But what, what, what makes you think this is an influential car? Well, I like it. I don't care. If it's, I like it. I don't care if it's influential or not. I like it. I think it's cool. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to not the most influential car of the year, but since we are closing out, well, we have already closed out 2019. We are in a new decade. So, what do you think the most influential car of the past decade was? <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> yeah, hands down, no question. And I hate that. Why do you guys think so, though? It brought technology that was like kind of space age just 10 years yeah. ago to like literally the every man can have it. Yeah, and it doesn't look like shit. It doesn't look like a plastic Lego Lego car on fucking bicycle wheels. Like the model of the fucking Cybertruck. You mean the Cybertruck, right? <laughs> but but the, no. Andrew's description for the Cybertruck is what he just said, ladies and gentlemen. No, the Cybertruck doesn't look like a plastic piece of shit it looks strong like it it'll rain the, <laughs> the windows broke the windows broke what do you mean it looks strong <laughs> parth the windows on your m3 will break if i throw a lead ball yeah on but it i'm too. not claiming for them to be bulletproof or bmw isn't claiming i mean <laughs> why do they need to be bulletproof Who like, knows, unless dude? you're going to war like why does your pickup truck need to be bulletproof because tesla before the model three right before the model three the model s was out and that was a nice-looking, fast, long-range electric car. But, but it was expensive. Yeah. Like, when you saw one, you were still like, ooh, whoa. He's got like, money. That's a, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. But, like, when the Model 3 came out... It was yeah. like, oh, I can buy that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, Tesla itself has pushed the industry to a point that I don't think any car company has since forever. <laughs> Yeah, they've driven this entire EV market. Like, people have to compete with them now. That's why companies like freaking Rivian, which, you know, we like, are coming out. <laughs> it's like, I don't think companies like that would have come out if it weren't for Tesla. So it has disrupted, like, as much as I hate the brand Tesla and more <laughs> I hate the people who buy them, it's still something that you have to acknowledge is, it's amazing what it's done. So we have, I just want to put this out there. We have a spectrum of Tesla um, fan base in our uh, in our podcast here. Parth hates Tesla. I hate it. I have a love-hate relationship with Tesla. I like the Model 3. Andrew loves Tesla. <laughs> I like Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so we cover the, the entire basis. So, so we know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah. I will say that I'm not like a Tesla fanboy because, I mean, I don't have one. But I like what they do. I think it's cool. Until yeah. he buys a Tesla, and then he becomes one of those fanboys, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. 
like, oh, what is that gasoline? Did you, put, did you, did you reserve your uh, Cybertruck, no. bro, Andrew? Get one, bro. I think you should. <laughs> I know. It's 100 <laughs> bucks, man. 100 I, bucks refundable. Honestly, just get one so I can see it. Like, honestly. All right. You want to see it? I just want to see it. it. Like, I want, as much as I hate it, I still want to see it, you know? Like, how does it look like? Parthi, you'll see him. We live in the Bay Area. Come on. That's hella true. (laughs) So, speaking of which, okay, guys, in terms of the future of car, in terms of 2020, we have cars that we look forward to coming out this year, right? Oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Before the show, we prepared this list that we wanted to talk about. I'm looking at it. Three out of the four are electric cars. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll start off with mine. The cars that I want to come out the most is the Rivian R1T. That's coming out this year. Oh, I didn't know, dude. I would have never guessed that from you, Jeff. From you? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't talk about it at all? No, you, I've never heard you talk about Rivian. <laughs> Did you guys see over like the Christmas, they released a video of the Rivian doing what is called a tank turn. Uh, you a, said it a, to us. <laughs> yeah, it was a donut within its own wheelbase, basically. I mean, that's pretty sick. It has four motors. It could spin all of the motors in some weird direction just to make it do a basically a 180 turn. And my favorite comment on the YouTube video, I think it said, imagine honking at a Rivian and it turns 180 to face you. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other car that I'm looking forward to coming out this year is, of course, the Defender. I think I talked about that plenty, too. But what about you guys? What are you guys looking forward to? Well, we just talked about this one, the Mach-E. The Mach-E. The Mustang Mach-E. I actually kind of like it, too. Yeah. Well, how do you guys feel about them putting Mustang branding on it? I think they fucked up with that. Really? I think it's a good idea for marketing, I think it's a though. great idea. Okay, yeah. From marketing's perspective, yeah, that, that was a great idea. It's heritage? not a Mustang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was say, heritage-wise, no. Yeah, I agree with that. But if they didn't put Mustang on it... They would have sold none. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would have been another Chevy Bolt. Yeah. Or Nissan Leaf. They could have um, just made yeah. it the Ford Escape. <laughs> oh, God. Um, really looking forward to that one, especially in that, like, blue color. Ooh. Um, and then another one, which I don't actually know a whole lot about, but that Lotus. Evija. Evija. I haven't even heard of this. Of the Evaya? The Lotus Evaya? Lotus Avaya <laughs> is um is Lotus's upcoming two thousand horsepower electric supercar hypercar. Wait, Jeff, did we talk about this? I think we might have. Yeah, we. I think we did do it. Was this the one on that it. I said that it looks like a Valkyrie? Yes. Aston Martin Valkyrie. Yeah. I think it looks like a baby LaFerrari. Dude, I think it looks amazing. It looks fantastic. But, and yeah. I think it would be something good for Lotus to put them back on the map. Yeah, they've because... been dead for a while. Because I feel like the thing with Lotus is like they're making good cars. But they weren't making any, like, flashy cars. You know, oh, something yeah. that captures had... people's attention. Yeah, and they used what? They used Toyo- They used retuned Toyota engines. Legit Camry oh, engines. Yeah. 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 Parth, did you have any Dude, I've been talking to? about my most look forward to car in 2020, bro. What, what is it? I've been, I've been talking, dude. What, what's the bin talking about? Dude, the 2020 Charger Hellcat Widebody. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, the Hellcat Widebody. SRT is a new M division, bro. And I what? said this shit to my friend, and he got hella mad at me. And he doesn't even care about BMW. I said that to him. He got actually, like, visibly upset at me. <laughs> like, he's like, dude, don't say he that shit. Be. I'm like, bro. <laughs> This is like you're comparing like a caveman with a with a club to like Connor McGregor. We were or once cavemen too. We were once look where we have come. 
from being okay but why do you want to go back tens of thousands of years (laughs) bmw is m division is sleeping and srt is on the come up bro i'm telling you look at the shit that they're doing with the new m3 m4 with the big ass kidney girls if you if this is consumer advice right here if you're looking to buy a new m3 or m4 in the next two to three years don't buy m buy dodge and buy a hellcat (laughs) buy srt because that is what the m division used to be and, and, and SRT doesn't lie to you, too. 707 horsepower is actually 707. You know? So you're going to get a company that's not lying to you from, you know, the beginning. Five years from now, everybody's going to want SRT. And Hellcat's going to be $150,000. Yeah. They're also going to start wearing trucker hats and dip chewing tobacco. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that some other time. Guys, are you ready to go on to our uh, sponsored break? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go. All right, guys, welcome to our sponsored break. The first, the first payday of the year, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What's our sponsor, guys? I'm actually here this time, Jeff, so you don't have to guess. Oh, yes, exactly. I just said something about it last episode. You actually, I was listening, I was listening to it later. You actually did pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> like to, to I think end. you were like one word off. All right, so our sponsor uh, this episode, as the other previous episodes, has Sapien. Sapien is a blockchain-based social network that rewards users for high-quality content with cryptocurrency. You can sign up today at www.sapien.network to start earning today cryptocurrency through social media. Easy money. Let's get it done. That's it. Wasn't yep. that what I said? Right. <laughs> yeah, so you did. I'm not lying. You actually did a pretty good job without having the thing in front of you. Like you, I think you were off by a word or two. As always, our show is sponsored by ourselves. You can find us at thecurbsidepodcast.com. And if you want to sponsor and help out our show, which would be much appreciated, uh, you could go where, Andrew? What can they do? They can go on the Instagrams. Uh huh. They can go on the Facebooks. Uh huh. They can go on the YouTube. Uh-huh. All you have to do is type in curbside podcast and uh will more than likely pop up. Yeah, honestly, yep, just put it yep. in Google and you'll find all of our things there. Yeah. And then if you want more details on how to sponsor our show, please email us at the curbside podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And with that, shall we get back to the news? Yeah. The news. News. All right, guys, back to the news. And to start off this week's news section, I need silence. You step into a world where gasoline is no longer, where every single car starts to show up at CES because they're now electronic products. You have just entered the EV zone. Welcome to the EV Zone, the part of the show where we just talk about EVs, cars that are made of electricity. No, that's not right. Cars that, cars are, that are made electricity. of electricity. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's they zap you from one place to the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Park, oh you requested that we do an EV Zone. So, I did. so what do you have to there's open a lot of, There's a lot of EV news this time, and I don't know why. Maybe it's a new year, new EV. Who knows? Um, start off, uh, there's a company called Lucid Air which is uh, going to be debuting their 
$60,000 400-mile electric sedan in April. I've actually heard of Lucid before. Lucid... I have, too. It has been around for quite a long time. They really? Just haven't okay. Gone into I, I've, I've never heard about them. So this is the first oh, time really? I've heard about them. Yeah, and I, I'm looking at their concept photo or whatever the shit it is. It looks nice, oh, actually. Yeah. I think their philosophy was... Um, you, you remember how we, at the beginning, Tesla didn't have the greatest of interiors, and yet they costed like $80,000 and whatnot? Mm-hmm. I think Lucid's vision is to actually make luxury electric cars so it's the srt oh wait never mind you said luxury <laughs> <laughs> the reason why i was gonna say that was that it starts at sixty thousand, yeah and uh-huh. 400 mile range and they're saying a top speed of 200 miles per hour or zero to 60 of 2.5 seconds that literally sounds like the srt of the freaking electric car industry because it has the performance of what a p100 mm-hmm. for sixty thousand, which is a lot cheaper Really? It, 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 that's the 60,000 one? Yeah, that's a, the one that starts Shoot. at 60,000. Actually, yeah, it says good. starts at 60, who knows how much it goes up to. And yeah. then they give these numbers. But yeah. if the $60,000 one comes out, it's the SRT of the EV world, bro. So one of, like, I think the top-of-the-line fancy pants options is they have these seats in the back that recline. And because there's no, like, drivetrain back there, they uh-huh. basically almost recline flat the way down. into, Holy like, shit. a... Oh, like a like Jet a business seat. class seat. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick. Whoa. Yeah, you almost recline into the trunk, basically. Ooh. So, like, what's the size of the sedan supposed to be? Like a seven series kind of thing, or like what? I don't know. It looks like, is it supposed big, to be a man. big sedan. Yeah, it looks big. Because yeah. that back seat is, you could have a third row if you wanted to, if the seats didn't yeah, recline so true. far. Because I mean, like, I don't know. Are electric cars just gonna change what we have in terms of like classes of cars? Because. Mm-hmm. The Model S was supposed to be like a 5 Series competitor, but that thing's huge. So yeah. ap- apparently with this car, the one that they're about to debut, um, they have to first finish the construction of its factory in Arizona. And while that's going on, I guess it's a Silicon Valley headquartered company. I mean, of course, why not? Um, the company is currently building 80, sorry, 80 beta versions that they say are 95% production ready. So um, they're trying to get that done before their April unveiling. So they're pretty serious about this stuff. Speaking of like how you brought up like how electric cars might create like new like classes of cars and stuff. Have you guys looked at like the Polestar 2? Oh, What the heck is that? The Polestar 2? I don't know. It's like like it's not a sedan. It's not an SUV. It's somewhere in between. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. It's so strangely shaped. I like I, I kind of like the look of it, but it's just yeah. it doesn't fall into anything that you know we've seen before, and that's good because you know we have new platforms now. We don't need to keep following the engine in front. Wasn't yeah. Polestar supposed to be like Volvo's like specialty division? Yeah, Polestar used to be basically BMW's M. Yeah, but. They have now branched it off to its own brand to be the electric car brand of Volvo. So they're not focusing on like performance type cars anymore. Well, they are. I mean, but they're the also first doing car, EV. Just EV. Yeah, EV. <laughs> okay. The first car they came out with was the. Have you seen the Polestar One? Yeah, I saw that one. It's a hybrid, so it's not completely EV, but yeah, but it looks it, awesome. It looks yeah, really it looks like good. Four hundred and eight horsepower. No, actually, no. That's the Polestar Two. Oops. Polestar One has six hundred and nineteen horsepower. Holy shit. <laughs> 738 pound feet of torque could you buy this did it ever come out yeah it did come out it's just expensive how much is it <laughs> it comes in at a $155,000 damn for a volvo right yeah. right 
<laughs> nah, dude, for a pole star. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a Volvo. <laughs> you got any other news in the EV section, Parth? Yeah, I got uh, one more thing. Jeep. So Jeep has very audacious, audacious plans for uh, fucking their future. They want to make EVs and a lot of them. Jeep has literally said, as many electric Jeeps as we can. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> that's that's the quote, man. <laughs> that's Jeep so really wants to vague. get into EVs, like, and not just in one line of cars. Because right now they're coming out with the Grand Cherokee, like equivalent Jeep that's electric. It's for like their Chinese subsidies. Because I guess Jeeps sell really well in China. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine a Wrangler electric. <laughs> we need to really improve charging technology. Would you still carry run? a jerry can with that? I just thought of that. <laughs> yes, a jerry can full of electricity. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> just a big old battery on the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, like one of those. The uh, back you know, is just like, totally sagging. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. Uh, you know, those uh, freaking like ex- like external phone chargers or whatever you carry around. It's yeah, like that yeah, for yeah. the car. <laughs> In the shape of a Big jerry can. Yeah. Speaking of um, SUVs and Jeeps making like electric SUVs, uh, I saw a little video on, I think it was Snapchat News. There's rumors of maybe Hummer bringing back the uh, the whole Hummer series, obviously, in EV form. And that's kind of, I don't know, it seems plausible to me. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted the Hummer Brad to come back. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense because what was the big joke that everyone used to say when, like, the old Hummers? Yeah, it takes a gallon of gas just to start up, you know? It goes 10 gallons to the mile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, all those jokes are will be gone now. Yeah, yeah but, like, at the at their peak, they were so popular, and I think yeah. people loved the way they looked. I loved it. That was my dream yeah. car because, you know, oh, as a God. kid, yeah. you look at it, it's just a giant toy. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. is. And, I don't know, it's just, like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, the whole SUV market has blown up in the last five years. I think it takes up about, like, 50% of the entire auto market these days. But I think so. they would have to step up their quality, though. Yeah, because Hummers yeah. used to be, what, Tahoes with, like, body shell on them? Pretty much. I mean, they have to go back to, like, the H1 design, you know? Yeah. The original Humvee. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Electric Humvee or H1. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of the EV zone... In the intro, I did mention something about CES. CES every year is the consumer electronics show that goes on in Vegas. As the years go by, more and more car companies show up and bring cars. Electronic devices. <laughs> yeah, except your like TVs and your, your phones. People have been bringing cars. And the most interesting thing to come out of that show this year in terms of cars was Sony brought out what? an electric car. The hell? No way. Yeah, a Sony-branded electric car. Now, there is no word on production for this, and people think it's only just a, uh, it's only just a platform to showcase all their in-car technology that they've been developing. But if you guys look at this thing, it looks finished. It looks like a Chinese version of Model 3. <laughs> it looks like a Chinese <laughs> Lucid Air. It looks like... <laughs> I think it looks like a, in the front, it looks like a Chinese Porsche Taycan. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Chinese EV. <laughs> what the hell? But it looks like a, it's just, it looks like a full on finished car. 
And uh, hold on, to be honest, it looks like shit. <laughs> it looks pretty dog shit, yeah. <laughs> but if you guys look at the interior, it looks like a finished car, and it's 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 got all this new like electric car platform thing where there's screens everywhere. I don't know, screens. guys. Do you guys like the screens everywhere thing? No, no. I hate the screens everywhere thing. That's we extremely don't need everywhere. I was riding around in my friend's Model 3. To open the glove box, I had to go through two menus. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So if the screen breaks, I'm like, every my license and registration, um, can't get it. Sorry, officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need hard buttons for buttons. volume, AC, and seat heaters. Oh, if you want That's buttons, go get a Porsche. No, they they're doing it too. Oh, yeah, in the Taycan. Yeah. I was just talking like a few years ago. Porsche loved putting button for everything. They had like 50 fucking buttons on their center console. Yeah, they just, they, they went from all the buttons to none of the buttons. If you want buttons, get an 86. There's a button for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, 86, you had use on the 86, didn't you? I do, but it's not technically EV zone, but it's cool car news zone. Yeah, we'll move out of the EV zone now. We're done with right. the EV zone. Screw EVs. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, well, this is like groundbreaking news for all 86 fans out there. Uh, rumors have leaked that the second generation 86 will have a factory turbo. Turbo! Woo! Finally, yeah, they're saying their Subaru is thinking about putting their current 2.4 turbo into the new or the second generation 86 platform, which means 260 horsepower in an 86. Hell Oof. yeah, because that's the one thing it's been lacking. Yeah. And then you can actually tune it to get even more. Yeah, yeah. but to be Crazy. honest, the 86 doesn't need more power, but it like, doesn't, but it may does. as well. <laughs> so it's still got to be a Toyabaru or a yep. Toyota. Right? So, uh, Suboda. Suboda. <laughs> I think that's one of the best collabs ever. Yeah. Yeah. Top 10 collabs of the decade. That changed um, the entire sports car ma market, to be it honest. It did. 86 totally shook up the car market, and now so many fun cars. For a long period of time, especially from the Japanese companies, we got nothing. Well, uh, Andrew gave a piece of news about a car company adding a turbo. Which is good news. Let me give you a piece of news about a car company removing a turbo, which is also good news. Ah, um, amazing, isn't it? So Porsche, you know the you know the new seven one eight like Boxster and Cayman that they have. It's literally, I think, a turboed four cylinder. Yeah, I heard they're doing really poorly. Dude, yeah, nobody likes it because no one wants a four cylinder Porsche. It doesn't sound good. Apparently, it doesn't drive good at all or anything. But as I said, there's a saving grace. So they, you know how Porsche comes out with the GTS before it comes out with the GT4 and all that kind of shit? So the 718 came in and Boxster GTS will be powered by a naturally aspirated 4 liter flat 6. Ooh, yay! And available only in a manual. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Good. This is, this is Porsche news I like. Yeah, this know? is Porsche being like, all right, we kind of screwed up with most of our cars. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I, we apologize. Here, take this. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's have a car that's not labeled turbo not have a turbo, you know? Yeah. 911. There's a turbo, yeah. 911 turbo, but all the cars have turbos. All the cars have turbos, <laughs> yes. I'm so confused. A force, a four liter six cylinder? Yeah, four liter six cylinder. It's not the same one in like their GT series though. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, that's bigger than the GT2 RS. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, okay, this is kind of confusing. Um, so it's a four liter flat six, yeah? But... It only makes 394 horsepower and 309 pound-foot of torque. 
I feel like they could be pulling up BMW and lying, and maybe like two cylinders don't work. (laughs) Or they're building like a like a Supra and making it a car with potential. Porsche? Nah, they never make car with potential. What you get (laughs) is what you get. Factory only. (laughs) Like I think you, I think you have to take it to the freaking dealership to even get the oil change done. Yeah, dude. Have you opened? I mean, have you seen people open up the 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 lid? The bonnet, the hood. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just a like, piece of plastic with two fans. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, there you go. There's the engine. It's like yeah. oh, you wanted to modify something? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> nope. Yeah, so I mean, this is good news. It's it's a four cylinder, or sorry, four liter flat six, which is fantastic because everyone hated the four cylinder turbo in the seven one eights. But I don't understand how this four liter flat six is only making three hundred ninety four horsepower. Like yeah, they detuned weird. the mother shit out of that. Which means you can up tune, you can yeah, tune the shit out of it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but the thing is, it's a naturally aspirated. So, like, this, how much can you do to a naturally aspirated, you know? Well, isn't the GT2 RS also naturally aspirated? But it has turbos. So it's not naturally aspirated. <laughs> what, did I, what did you say? What did I say, dude? Honestly, I don't even know what I said. What did I say? What did you say, sir? It was like, it was like <laughs> is it the GT3 RS naturally aspirated? Is it three RS? Yes, but it has turbos. So oh, like that's... sorry. I heard two RS. <laughs> I heard two RS. That's why. My bad. I think I did say two. Oh. What okay. the hell are we saying? So <laughs> the, the GT2 RS has turbos. GT, GT3 uh, RS doesn't. There we go. But it does okay. also have a four liter inline six. I mean, sorry. Uh, what the fuck did I say? It's six got cylinder. a boxer and an inline six. It's no, fantastic. no, dude. No, calm down, dude. <laughs> it's, it's a naturally aspirated turbo. Boxer in like <laughs> GT2 3RS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. And with that massive confusion, uh, <laughs> that, that, that ends our show. Um, I hope you guys are still around listening. I know we did take a break suddenly and very abruptly, but for those of you who are still listening all the way to the end, we really appreciate it. We really. You know, we like doing this show, and we like having people. We like having listeners. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. Or we're just kind of talking to ourselves. To a, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're just recording a conversation. So, guys, if you like this show, please go and share with anyone you think would enjoy it, anyone who likes cars or anyone you want to educate on cars. I don't think we're very good at that. But still, share it <laughs> with them anyways. <laughs> Yes, and as always, guys. Yes, and as always, guys, you can find us at thecurbsidepodcast.com. There, you can find a link to our Libsyn page, which gives you all the links to all our other platforms like Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't know why episode fifteen wasn't on Spotify, but Spotify. And then we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, just look up the Curbside Podcast. You'll definitely find us. I think, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. You'll definitely find us. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do best here on this, this show. Yes. Contradictory statements. <laughs> but we also have an Instagram, uh, The Curbside Podcast. We also have a Facebook page, The Curbside Podcast. And a Twitter, uh, Curbside Pod. Am I forgetting anything? No. Nope. All right. With that being said. Happy 2020. Uh, happy 2020. And uh, as always, my name is Jeff. And I'm Parth. I'm Andrew. And remember, drive safe. And life is too short to drive boring cars. Later. Boring.